Gentlemen, 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 I hope this week's treating you well, man. All right, we got some nice weather down here for, you know, considering it's late October. I'm celebrating in that, basking in it, enjoying my fishing weather. I actually got to go to the uh, tax collector's office, what they call the DMV down here, and get my shit renewed. <laughs> but anyway, while we bullshitting, I wanted to go ahead and come out and state, clearly, for all you hoteps that may stumble upon this show or this particular episode, for you pro-blacks, anybody like that, of that elk, I want to say this is not a bash black woman episode. This ain't, I'm not talking about weave. I ain't no single mother, none of that shit. But I do want to break down gender roles within the black community. And we do have to address as a black man, have to address black women, because that's what the fuck we talking about. I'm not talking about interracial relationships. I'm not talking about anything else, but the dynamic of gender roles within the American black community. And that's what I'm talking about exclusively. And that's not coming from the place of the white perspective or, or colorism or none of that shit. So let's get that out of the air clearly. And also want to state clearly and categorically that I, that I'm going to try to extend an olive. Every time I try to extend an olive branch to one of the y'all, you know, you pro black hotel types, y'all are just so confrontational. And it looks like, like, you know how fucked up it is? Like, uh, here's the thing. I don't care about race. I definitely don't care about white people. Uh, now, I have white homeboys, but in general, I judge human beings by the, as individual human beings, regardless of their gender, race, orientation, or any of that shit. Like, I judge people literally by the who the fuck they are, not what the fuck they are. You know, with all that being said, I, every time I try to extend the olive branch to the, the hotel of the pro-black community, they, y'all are so confrontational. Like, I wish y'all would just quit being fucking hostile toward other black people. If you're so pro-black, why is all your hostility reserved for black people? I almost want to say that fucking pro-blackness and hoteping is like a fucking white supremacist psyop. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and claim that. If you are a hotepper or a pro-black, I almost want to say you're a fucking white supremacist, like, it's literally a psyop from white supremacists, because you all hate black people more than anything, like, the alt-right treats black black people better than fucking hoteps and and, and pro-blacks, it's fucking ridiculous, and I'm not saying that facetiously, I'm not making that claim because I had an argument or two with some pro-blacks, in general, you motherfuckers is hostile as fuck, and I don't even be coming at it from a perspective of defending the white man and all that shit. I legit, I'm just trying to have a conversation. And I'm like, my pushback is not, like, one of my main pushbacks is this idea of people being infallible before being simply black. I just, I can't agree with that. I want the best for black people. I mean, all people in general. I'm a humanist. But in general... If you were to say people need, I guess, a push-up to do better, would be American black people. But my idea of what that is and your idea of what that is may be two different things. And it's like, why can't we agree to disagree? Why am I able to get in the fucking same room as a fucking alt-right? Essentially, alt-right is just a fucking buzzword, fancy word for white supremacist. But a race realist, a fucking white supremacist... I can get in the same room with that motherfucker and we can agree to disagree and find common ground. When I get around you pro-blacks, it's like, you believe what the fuck I believe or you a coon, you a sellout. Like, I'm out, I'm out, bro, I'm out. We may have the same skin color, but we ain't kin. All skin folk ain't kin folk. And that ain't some shit I'm stealing from you, but that's a legit truth. Like, 
I'm so tired of, the, of fucking other black people being so fucking antagonistic to black people and then trying to say because they have a woke Twitter account that they're fucking, that they're resolved of all the hostility that they spew out to the world toward other black people. Also, you fucking ho-tappers and pro-blacks are the most matriarchal cuck men I've ever fucking seen. I thought Latino men were thirsty. I thought white men were cucked by their women. Y'all are the worst. You are the only motherfuckers on this planet calling your woman God. How the fuck is you supposed, she supposed to look at you as a man? And this is going to play into what the fuck I wanted to make this episode about. And I'm not yelling. I ain't being hostile. I'm, I'm responding to the every time I've tried to be nice. I've tried to get that common ground. I've tried to look at the pro-blacks and the ho-tempers as other brothers, my fellow black man. Every time I try to extend, extend the olive branch to them, it's hostile. I'm met with hostility. And the fucked up thing is, I keep making this point. I am met with less hostility talking to fucking racists. I legit talked to an alt-right white supremacist named Chris Cantwell. He's pretty popular on YouTube, at least amongst the white supremacists. Most of them, they're not big channels. They get 30,000 subs at the most before they get deleted. But he was prominent in that uh, South Carolina, the Charleston thing, uh, Tiki Torch rally, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But, you know, no, all that being said, me and that motherfucker, we went at it in a, like, a, a pretty civil way. And we were getting into it, but unlike, I hate to say it, I'm, I'm a race realist when it comes to IQ. I'm willing to, to sit there, and as a black person, I can pattern recognize, and I'm self-aware enough to know that there's a significant problem with IQ in the black community. And it's one of the big issues why people are so hostile. Because the low IQ, in general, is going to be more, more hostile than a, a more intelligent person. The low IQ is typically going to be really bad with resources compared to a more intelligent person. The low IQ is typically going to address all conflict with aggression because that's all they can do all they can do it cannot intellectually battle it's going to be made out to look you know it'll expose itself the low iq will expose itself in human beings in all mammals the dumber mammal will always expose itself by being violent and then the most not you know only in a position where when they're in a clearly defeated weak position is when you'll see that that friendliness so it's like it's kind of like women women don't succumb to patriarchal societies they're forced to by that society when the society checks hypergamy etc and all the things that they all their little shit that's when their shit gets checked that's when you could check a woman but they're being checked by society not their natural womanly instinct there's no it's not inside of women to be checked it's inside of them to rebel and be fucking cunts for lack of better terms so i'll be right back hold up Now, you know what? I ranted a lot. I want to cut back on that. So let's just get right into what I wanted to talk about. You know, I think it's... I think it's commendable. It's not... I'm not even going to call it commendable. I, I personally commend black men for having this loyalty. Black men are extremely loyal when it comes to the race. I know that in popular culture, you see a lot of these upper echelon black men, celebrities, you, you see them with white women or, or whatever the case may be. I have no issue with that. I have no issue with men who date men, women who date women. Uh, pedophiles, I got an issue with y'all. Fuck y'all. But, like, whoever wants to do whatever with their, their bodies, their life, their resources, they should be able to pick to do whatever the fuck with it that they want. Because the main point I'm getting at is, you know, 
there are some hardline things within the black community. Not only are we monolithic in politics and thought and everything else, but we kind of have very, very, a very narrow path of, uh, if you would call it, yeah, I guess you, the black community's social Overton window. It's extremely narrow. See, if anything, that's, if I'm going to sit here and have a conversation about white privilege, I would say a, a privilege of being white is having the uh, freedom to be whatever. And socially or, or whatever your life, whatever you want to do with your life, whatever your hobbies you have, whatever you like, who you are, that it's you, there's a very narrow window, extremely narrow window that as American black people that have to fit in. You're either a thug, particularly black men, you're either a thug or you're kind of a thug or in some way, shape or form, emulate hip hop culture or you're a, a weirdo, an outsider, lame, as they would say, educated lame if you're smart. Now, given all that, the white community, you know, you could be a, a white male could be a rocker, like country, like hip hop and be a thug too. Uh, be a liberal soy, soy infused pussy hat wearing, you know, all that shit on the left. Or it could be a right wing cowboy hat wearing or MAGA hat wearing, you know, dip spitting, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Cowboy type motherfucker. And that's, I mean, there's a lot of cowboy leftists in it. And city slicker type right winger, so I mean, obviously, they're more there's a lot of fluidity in what a white guy or a white person could be, or even the Latino community. Like, they outside of you know the American Latino community and the not recently immigrated from Mexico or wherever they're you know, Puerto Rico, whatever country, you know, and they're not recent immigrants, they've been in America for a few generations. So, in the Latino community, it's the same, there's a little fluidity onto who they can be, they don't have to be you know, whatever is culturally stereotypical, I hate to say it, but that's just the bit, the bubbles that people have to fit in based off their races and whatnot. But in the American black community, I think American black men specifically have the most narrow, like, window of who they can be as far as their personality, archetypes, and hobbies and whatnot. Now, with all that being said, one of the things that is the most annoying to me is Americans, you know, sisters in America, they like all women, they know how to fuck what buttons to push with men. Women are a lot of things. When it comes to men, stupid is not one of them. They've got dudes, particularly black men, wrapped around their fingers. And contrary to popular belief, popular belief and all this shit on the media and all this shit black women complain about with colorism and whatnot, 85% of black men who marry, marry black women. It's a massive majority vast majority, more than three-fourths of of black men, so 100 black men, 15 of them will marry outside of their race, and these bitches, these women are mad about that 15 men out of 100, 1,000 black men, 150 are marrying interracial, out of 1,000, and you know what the fucked up thing is, black women have more of a claim, or basically they have, they're represented more by their own race as far as marriage with an intermarrying than white men because there's a huge percentage of white men married outside of their race considering the Asia and Latina and even now black women. I see a lot of black women with white guys. Again, interracial relationships do not bother me. As In fact, I see it as the hallmark of a society that's starting to embrace its uh, multi-ethnics, you know, multi, multi-racial you know, uh, demographics of its, 
of, of the society. So, with all that being said, I, I, I don't know. I personally celebrate it. Not like I prefer it over quote unquote black love and all that other shit, but like I, I just look at it like, hey, if it's hard to get out here and be happy, and especially a marriage, as a red pill, we know what the fuck how uh, marriage is a shit show. It's an utter shit show. So if you're able to find a person to go out there into this world, in this crazy world, and actually make that work, which is fucking really hard anyway, and if that person's not not your race, not should say, you know, maybe it's the same gender, whatever the case may be, whatever the situation is, you know, if you're able to go out there and make that shit work, then I commend you. I don't celebrate it because I'm not really all that for legal marriage. You know, as far as a contract between two individuals or a religious institution, you know, hey, go ahead, do you. That's that's what I say as far as marriage goes, but the state's involved. The state's involved. The state should not be involved, but they are. It's not a state-sanctioned union. It's two individuals deciding to be together on paper. That's all it really should be. It should be the individuals before the marriage should put in put in the marriage contract, period. I don't know why we, don't, we haven't done that from day one. I mean, treat the marriage like you would a car. You have to insure your car. You have you buy a home, you have to insure it. If you live in Florida, you gotta have you know hurricane insurance and all that other shit. But man, I, I, I ranted again, and I'm damn near 12 minutes. So let me t- I guess I'll just take the last couple to talk about what the fuck I wanted to talk about as far as the episode goes. So the main thing I want to talk about is you know due to black men's racial loyalty, black women in America are able to pull that card on black men and conform them to 1950s gender roles when black women were the first to eat the fem- drink the feminist Kool-Aid and abandon the family. And still, they're able to literally cuckold black men. There are so many black men that are just cuckolding right now. There are black men on Facebook celebrating their cuckoldry. And I'm, I'm so confused at why this is a celebratory occasion. You're celebrating the fact that these women are running around making babies without you know, with random dudes and then putting the bill of all those kids on you. I would never celebrate that. And before they turn the gun, because the first thing they'll do is turn the gun and say, this is all because black men are terrible fathers. We ain't shit and we are irresponsible and childish and we are abusive and whatever else you could think of that they'll say, they'll say it. And if that's the historical point of black men being all of these things, I got two points to make. Number one, 75% of black men are growing up in single mother homes. So the men that you don't like, you are creating single mothers. Number two, if black men were historically so bad, why did single motherhood not exist, at least at the level it does now? It's actually 70, it was an 80% increase in single motherhood within a generation of the fucking welfare state. When Lyndon Johnson expanded the welfare state, single motherhood tripled. It went from like 15% to now nearly 80. And the white community is experiencing a boom in single motherhood as well. Why do we have all the single motherhood and it didn't exist before the welfare state? Explain that to me. It's not like at this point, especially with abortion and free sex culture and the pill and morning after, all that shit. At this point, you have so many contraceptives available. I mean, you could literally hit raw and nut in a bitch. And she could take a morning after pill and, and handle that business. 
So at this point, I'm putting on the onus of, at this point, single motherhood is now a choice. It's a choice you're making. It's nothing to do with black men not being this or that. You're choosing. You're choosing it. And that's not the fault of black men. But I'll finish up in the next segment. So hold up a sec. My point is this. Black men's weak, I guess you would say weakened affinity to be as racially, almost to the detriment of themselves, loyal than it is to be, I guess, objective, have some abstract thought and observe things in an observable reality and, and look at things individually instead of just like, I'm loyal to the race, period. The culture, hashtag the culture. The culture, the culture, the culture. Sisters are able to pull that shit and, and convince you to be a cuck. They're able to pull that shit and have you, black men, are embracing obesity. Like, there's a, a, a male adult film star. I'll, I'll keep it PG a little bit on that one. There's a male adult film star named uh, Pressure. The, I think it's Pressure, the entertainer. Whatever the fuck, I guess he transitioned from bodybuilding to adult film. Hey, is that what you want to do? Do you? And this dude has like 2% body fat. He's legitimately like a Mr. Olympia type of motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It's good for him. He's putting in the fucking work, as the as they would say. And because the programming from American black women, this dude's with this obese chick. Like, I don't even understand how you can be in shape like that and be in the same household as one of these fat bitches. Now, I know brothers need a big ass, and we are so obsessed with big asses that we're willing to take a fucking 216-pound woman like, oh, that's normal. She's 5'3", 216, but her ass is big. So, yeah, all that. I want all that. I'm like, okay. So, all that being said, you know, these chicks are nowhere near 1950s females as far as, you know, trying to put that gender role on men and whatnot. They ain't doing none of this shit from the 1950s yet. Everything that you're supposed to do as a man, they'll clearly and categorically label it out. Especially after they've had a bunch of kids and single mothers, they'll they'll lay all that shit out and be like, you know what? Black men ain't shit unless they do A, B, C, or D. Take my kids, put us in a mansion, buy us everything, and I'm like, for what though? Like this, you, you're literally categorically naming everything from the 1950s. And you're saying that as a man, sorry, excuse the car. As a man, that's your job to do all this shit from the 1950s. But if I label, I'm going to bring up one thing that females should have been doing or should be doing from the 1950s. I'm called all types of sellouts and coons and misogynists and I just, I don't know, man. I just can't with y'all no more. I'm out, man. I'm so out. But why black men? I, I don't even want to ask why the vast majority of y'all are cucked. Nothing you can do about it. You know what's fucked up? Some of y'all are about to get divorce raped by single mothers who put you on child support for kids you didn't father. And you're going to go right back to the plantation and marry another fat bitch with kids. Because that's what, you know, it's pro-black of you to just get a black queen. Which, I'm sure you could find some without kids and all that other shit. It's not crazy. It's not fat. They're probably out there. I mean, go to Jamaica. I I, I, I actually, the most attractive black women I've ever seen in my life were in France. 
Now, I'm not saying you got to go to France and wife somebody up, but you should definitely consider ex- exporting your desire for a black woman to another place to get a better quality woman who actually is going to be loyal to you and not try to cuck you or put you down or none of the other bullshit, this bullshit that's going on in America. Or you could just stay in America and be cucked. I don't know. I can't tell you what to do. But that's all I wanted to say. I just want to talk about that. I mean, you brothers think about it. And if that's, you know, if, if what I say makes sense to you, I appreciate you listening. If not, I mean, we can all agree to disagree and move on from there. So that's it. I'm out.